Next question. We took our dog to the vet today. My friend saw him eat part of a tennis ball. The vet took an x-ray and it was visible on the x-ray. They induced vomiting, but the tennis ball did not come up. They talked to us about surgery and endoscopy. We took our dog home. What should I do? Ah, oh, yes, the tennis ball. I could fill a room with fragments of toys, rubber balls, synthetics, and other household items like corn cobs, peach pits, rocks, fabric, socks, wallets, you name it, that dogs and cats ingest, they become trapped in their intestines and require surgery to remove. I think of the stomach like a big sink where the stomach empties into the intestines. That's kind of like the drain. When you have a foreign body in the stomach, that's really your opportunity to get it out because once it goes down the drain into the little tiny pipes into the intestines that's where they become stuck and that's typically when surgery is absolutely required if a foreign body stays in the intestines for too long they'll sit there and try to push it out with these uh, little wave-like motions of the intestines and foreign bodies can eventually saw through the intestines and perforate and once you have a perforation in the intestine that is a 10 out of 10, major life-threatening emergency, sewage leaking into the abdominal cavity, septic shock, major heroics are required to save those dogs. And with major heroics come huge medical bills. So early intervention is definitely key in these situations. I think inducing vomiting, if you've just seen a dog um, ingest a foreign body and it's not sharp, I think inducing vomiting right away is a really smart and practical first step. That is something that owners can do at home with hydrogen peroxide only for dogs. With cats, you have to do that at your vet. There's a special medication that has to be given. Please do not use hydrogen peroxide in cats orally. That can cause major issues. The dose for dogs usually start with a half a mil to one mil per pound. And if that doesn't work, you can repeat once. No peroxide in cats. In the clinic, we have something that works a lot better. It's called apomorphine. I give it IV and it almost always will get them to just puke their guts up and completely void their stomach contents. I have brought up a lot of foreign bodies by inducing vomiting. Balls, gloves, you name it. You know, and it have saved a lot of dogs invasive procedures like endoscopy and surgery and the owners were also saved significant expense. Now, sometimes you're dealing with a foreign body just due to its shape or size. It's not easily produced with vomiting. You just can't make it quite out of the stomach. In those situations, if it's too large to pass, your best next step is endoscopy. You usually have to see a specialist for this, an internal medicine specialist, but most emergency clinics can either offer this service at the hospital or direct you to the next person. Endoscopy involves general anesthesia and passing a scope into the stomach to try to retrieve the objects with little graspers. It's not practical for all foreign bodies. If you have something sharp, it's definitely not a good idea. You do not want to lacerate the esophagus on the way up. That would be a huge disaster but it is one of the potential complications of endoscopy. Not all foreign bodies can actually be retrieved that way. So I think if vomiting was attempted and you truly feel that your dog emptied her stomach contents, it wasn't like a little wimpy vomit, then I think endoscopy is probably the next step if this is a foreign body that's too large to pass. Where I am, 
we refer them to an internist for this and it's usually about 2500 for the anesthesia and the procedure so just to give you an idea of that now if you leave it sometimes it will come up later down the road um, in vomiting but at the end of the day a lot of these foreign bodies go down the drain become lodged in the intestines and your cost is double or triple to um, have a surgical procedure performed um, to get that out at the end of the day, I think it's always appropriate to consult with a veterinarian. I think it sounds like your veterinarian's recommendations were appropriate. And to be honest, I suspect that the biggest barrier you're facing in not knowing what exactly to do is probably cost and logistics. All boils down to the main take-home points. Don't put yourself in a situation where you have to choose between getting your pet medical care and cost. When you get a dog, you need to be a little bit informed about the costs that are associated with caring for that pet. And also you need to be informed that they don't come with medical insurance. That's something that you need to sign them up for at an early age so that when something like this happens, you're not having to pay everything out of pocket. I have a post on medical insurance. I talk about some of the different companies. Um, I know I definitely have my favorite. We don't work for them at all, but at the end of the day, when people come in saying that they have true panion, we all just can take a deep breath and know that we can just do whatever needs to be done uh, because they have good medical insurance. So that is my recommendation to you and I think that you should follow up and get this dealt with, not leave it too long before it becomes a more involved and expensive problem. Good luck, let me know how that goes. Okay, take care, bye.